This is Dr. Megan MD, Life Through My Eyes, coming to you with another podcast of why I'm not taking the vaccine. Um, you know, as you know, the government is robbing us of our rights to speak on anything right now, especially of the vaccine. Um, so <laughs> as you know, I, I can't tell you not to take it, but I will tell you why I'm not taking it. Um, (laughs) You know, look, you can do whatever you do. Go take it. That's great. Do what you do. But for me, I mean, I don't even personally take a Tylenol or an aspirin. So when I have a headache. So let me tell you, you think I'm going to take a vaccine that has been thrown together in a few months. When it takes at least five years to measure the safety and the side effects of any drug or vaccine. And they've thrown it together in a few months because it's a so-called emergency. But I I would say this, that, hey, look, mm -mm, not me. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to take it, but yes, go ahead. Do what you do. Take the vaccine. You know, I, 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 I'm not going to have the government and FBI sitting here telling me I'm discouraging people, but I, I am telling you why I'm not taking it. Um, yeah, they're, they're out here stealing people's rights to even speak out on this. Uh, they were trying to fire old girl from Black Panther movie, uh, the sister of T'Challa, because, She even put up a video that questioned the vaccine. So, you know, look, you know, I'm out here (laughs) making this and you know what? I'm just saying why I personally am not taking it. And until they make it mandatory, you know, hey, (laughs) I'm not taking it. And, you know, I definitely would have to go on a fast and pray a lot before I take it if it became mandatory, but, um, <laughs> neither here or there. Um, uh, I, I personally, you know, I just don't understand, you know what I mean? Um, you know, putting messenger RNA in your body, uh, to create proteins and, uh, you know, I just, mm <laughs> You know, normally, like, um, I had a a colleague of mine that was questioning, well, why, you know, normally they kind of have, like, a, they'll take some of the virus, like, they'll have, like, a live version, or they'll have, like, the killed version of the virus so that your body can build up antibodies if they inject it in you, but, uh... And that's kind of how it's usually done, but, um, depending on the virus, but putting, um, synthetic genetic material in your body, um, I just, you know, look, I, I don't, look, I, I need, I need more time for them to process, uh, you know, and I need more time for them to show me what are all the side effects. Uh, when it comes to genetic 
diseases. Let's say it were to cause disease, this, this synthetic genetic material. Genetic diseases, they don't show up immediately. You know, understand me? Like, this is over time. This is like a gradual disease process that builds up, you know, <laughs> and and soon as there's a mutation in your DNA, then, you know, there's a continual repetitive, you know, mistake that your DNA, you know, uh, genetic material starts to either translate or repeat over and over or whatever it as soon as that mistake comes in your dna then it takes time and you know it can mess with childbirth like the way your child you know your child can have genetic disease or now that we're talking about the this messenger rna is supposed to produce some type of protein then um to help fight against corona or they said any other disease. Uh, let's say, okay, let's say it is. But at the same time, what what is it going to do later on? You know, and, you know, is there... Is there going to be problems, you know, in our system? Is there going to be problems in our DNA? Are we going to, you know... Is it going to get encoded in us somehow? Or, you know, I don't know. You know, are, are, are these proteins going to misfold and go to our brain and give us dementia? Because there is a disease out there that already does that. <laughs> so is this going to be another, you know, offshoot of that disease where it's the proteins don't come out right when they put this genetic material in us because that's what it's for it's for us to produce these so-called proteins to fight against this coronavirus but are what if this synthetic it's not even real <laughs> genetic material it's synthetic the synthetic genetic material comes in tricks the body and they like hey well what is that well let me put this you know let me get these proteins to fight against this or whatever but I, I, I don't, mm -mm, mm -mm. I, I, I feel like if they actually sat down and kind of did like a presentation and really explained it in layman's terms of really how this vaccine is going to work and that could possibly give some comfort to some people, but I would still need to see like I said, it takes at least minimum five years to find out if any drug, any vaccine has any side effects and what they are and how they affect each population of people. And, you know, that it, it, it takes at least, at least, I said minimum five years. So it's only been a couple months. No. Uh, so for me, I'm not comfortable till I see everybody take it but see when it comes to genetic diseases it take time so even if it was five years something might not even show up I, I'm gonna need to see over time <laughs> like 
I'm saying I would probably get the vaccine in 20 years or something if they still had it. That that I, then I'll be like, okay, nobody has, you know, <laughs> nobody has dementia now. Nobody has this skin cancer going on. Nobody has this, you know, <laughs> thing going on in their body. Nobody has mutated kids that are coming out with, <laughs> you know, kids with mutated DNA coming out of them, um, you know. Uh, you know, due to the vaccine, I mean, all of this, if it's from the vaccine, then, you know, hey, uh, then I'll be like, no, I'm good. You know, I'm not going to take it ever. (laughs) If I ever see anything like that, or these people don't have any tumors growing out of them, or, you know, I need to know what's going on. But um, that's neither here or there. But uh, look, do what you do take it if you want but me no I'm I'm I don't feel comfortable and I feel like this is another thing where like if we were in a movie you know we would be looking at the people who live in that society on our our Netflix movie and say why are they taking that? <laughs> you know, why are people signing up to take it like this? You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, I, they said that viruses like these, there's really no point to make a vaccine because of all the, you know, multiple strands, because of all the, you know, things going on, um, you know, I, I I don't, you know, I mean, even the flu vaccine doesn't really work. It lessens the symptoms, but I mean, it's kind of more for those who have like a lot of other comorbidities, which means they have several other diseases along with it. They have, you know, they have asthma, they got COPD, they have, you know, diabetes, they have, you know, they have a lot of other stuff going on with them Then okay, you know, take the flu, you be the first to take the flu vaccine. So yeah, go ahead. You be the first to take the dang COVID vaccine, but You know, those with low immune system, those are the ones that, fine, go ahead, you know. The older population, but those of us who, you know, <laughs> the the healthier population, I, I don't know about, I guess for me, I ain't going to say anybody else. But for me, I I don't really feel like I need to take it. So, you know, um, and, and personally, I don't like all the conspiracy behind the vaccine with Bill Gates and him saying he wanted to put a chip in there and him hooking up with MasterCard so they can go cashless. Uh, like, I don't, this sound like some, you know, book of revelations type of stuff that he's doing. I don't understand, you know, like, uh, you know, and him hooking up with this company, um, their company has some kind of name called stamp in it. 
and, and they are like an identity company. Like they, like, look it up. I promise you, get off this podcast and look it up. I, I, Bill Gates is on some other stuff, and it's all in behind the vaccine. Like, and you know, I see on the news, you know, they're trying to make it where everybody takes it and they use this as an avenue to register everybody in one system so they can keep track of us starting with the vaccine as being the catalyst to get every person in in the system so that they can also get our bank banking system alongside that and I mean it's 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 turning into something that I don't like. So, no, I'm not. And so for me, no, I'm not saying never take the vaccine. I'm never, I'm not saying, you know, it can't help fight against coronavirus. I'm not saying that either. But, you know, there's some drugs out there. Like, there's some antibiotics, okay? That they're old, like we know what the side effects are, but still, like we don't pull them things out because until like it's life or death because they're they have so many side effects that they're not worth us blowing your kidneys out over this bacteria. So we're gonna pull out some other lighter antibiotics that might not treat your body as harshly you understand what i'm saying so you know it's if we pull out the harsh antibiotics it's not even worth it that you know what i mean and i'm not saying hey again i'm not saying it's not worth it because you know what i have to be careful with my words (laughs) because the government is all over everybody who even speaks out about this coronavirus vaccine so Right now, I guess I'm kind of like in communist China or a North Korea because, you know, I thought that was my rights in the Constitution to speak and, 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 you know, my freedom of speech. But I guess it's being robbed. So what I am saying is if there's a lot of bad side effects, is it worth taking it? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You know, and and you know, I can't speak for those who are coronavirus survivors and those who died of coronavirus, but I will say this. You know, they're looking into the fact that some of the deaths, you know, could have been prevented because they were not treating the coronavirus properly by throwing them on these ventilators and they didn't know what they're doing and over oxygenating and you know yeah so you know that's neither here or there you know I'm not even gonna go there with that either but you make the decision and you know what I'm gonna do so all right done with my rant. This is Dr. Megan MD, Life Through My Eyes, coming to you with another podcast episode. 
called the time that I was recruited to be a sister wife. <laughs> so the first time I've ever even heard about the sister wives, actually I had just graduated college. Um, well, you know, my fake graduation. They, uh, they didn't give me my degree at that time, but that's another podcast episode. <laughs> uh, I didn't really get my degree till like 2013, the end. I didn't even, look, we'll deal with that another time. <laughs> but yeah, after they let me walk across the stage, we'll say that. Um, <laughs> over one class, by the way. But anyway, I ain't gonna shade. I ain't gonna shade today, uh, the university or uh, you know, the department head yet. But uh, yeah, so getting back to the subject. So I just gotten out of college. Uh, I finished everything I needed to finish, at least to walk across the stage, I guess. But um, and so I met this cute guy. In Houston, he was he he had this little like king mentality. I don't know if it's mentality, but he had this like he didn't walk around like he was arrogant or like people were beneath him, but he just had this vibe about him. I didn't know. I was like, yeah, I'm feeling the king. I'm you know what's going on. And so he um he was trying to take me out to eat. I mean, at the time, look. The weight of my heart was through my stomach. You know, that's just what it is. Uh, it just, you know, now that I can afford to just buy my own food, you know, <laughs> it's not necessarily <laughs> through my stomach today, but back then, oh yeah, you, yeah, you taking me out to eat, go, yeah, let's go. And so he had planned this date to go out to eat. And, you know, honestly, you know, when you're hungry, look, <laughs> you don't really even care. I mean, I, I was glad to get a free meal, you know. Um, I was I was like, yeah, you know. And so he, he calls me up and he's like, like the next day, he, he, we were going to go out the next day. You know, I really wanted to eat that same day, but I was like, all right, you know, I'll, I won't be so thirsty to eat, you know. <laughs> I can hold out till tomorrow, you know. But uh, he was like, hey, well, my brothers, uh, I live with them. I can't go. They told me it's not a good idea and that you need to come over to the house. I might come over. Like, you know, I'm thinking like, dang, is this a setup? But, you know, after talking with him, he seemed like a really nice guy. Like, Like, really. And so... Um, I, I go over to his house. I'm like, so I'm like, how many people going to be there? It better not just be me and you. I better see some cars outside, you know. <laughs> and he was like, no, it's going to be a women and men. He's like, I'm going to be honest with you. It's a Bible study. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, that was different. So it really made me curious. So I was going, he was like, but I want to tell you this, <laughs> that short skirt I met you in, <laughs> he was like, I need you to wear a skirt that's down to your ankles. And I was like, I only own one of those, you know. 
<laughs> like, I'm like, all right, I'll wear one. I'll wear the only one I have. But, and he was like, and you need a scarf for your head. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, what? I was like, I really, and I was like, I, I don't wear scarves on my head, okay? And he was just like, well, it's a prayer shawl. It's not like, you know, I'm in Islam or anything. He's like, just it, during prayer, the ladies put the shawl over their head just during prayer. But he's like, it's mostly just Bible study. He's like, just have it on, you know, on you. And I was like, all right, I can do that. And he's just like, you know, um, he was like, you just dress modestly during the Bible study. And if we go out somewhere, you know, you, you don't have to wear the long skirt. I was like, okay, you know, he's not out here trying to control me, but he, he said that's the rules for the Bible study. Everybody, you know, so I get over there and let me tell you, um, <laughs> I get there. It's lots of cars outside. It's a really big home. And I was like, okay, you know, uh, they're living really nice, you know, um, I guess he was in line. I get in there. First thing I smell is food. I was like, oh, you know. And he was like, yeah, I wanted, I know you like to eat. Uh, we have free, you know, food um, at the end of the Bible study. And so I was like, okay, well, how long is the Bible study? It's like, oh, I can't say. I don't, I, it, it, we run different times, you know. He, he knew to tell me, uh, not you know. He knew to tell me that because it was super long. He knew that they bubble Bible studies ran at least two hours, but because <laughs> if he would have told me two hours at the door, I st- I would be like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to leave after thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, my attention span ain't set up in that way. So, um, he, I get in there and he's, you know, he, he, he enticed me with the food. He showed me and see all the ladies that had cooked and it was smelling so right. And I was really hungry and I was like, dang, you know, I don't know. All right. I can, all right. I can hold out to after Bible study. So I think after about an hour and a half, I'm like. I'm looking at my clock. I'm just like, Mm-mm, I don't think I can make it. You know, I don't know how long this thing gonna <laughs> keep going. And um, I kept singing during the Bible study though. Like it was like two different ladies and they kept going upstairs. One at a time though, you know, one would leave and then come back in about 30 minutes and the other one could leave. Cause it was like, they had a large, you know, um, living area or, you know, whatever that they cleared out for a whole bunch of chairs. So, but you know, it's disturbing when somebody's getting up and you're like, dang, you know, y'all told me the restroom is downstairs. So, you know, <laughs> well, you know, he told me ain't no women living over there so what's going on you know and um 
at the end of the Bible study, like these chicks, they getting into it and one of them is leaving. And I'm just like, dang, you know, this, the two chicks that each had the 30 minutes upstairs. And then, you know, I see this dude come downstairs who wasn't even at the Bible study the whole time. He wasn't at the Bible study at all. He had been upstairs the whole time. It turned out that was their husband and they were the sister wives. And one of them, you know, I guess they got in tune with the other. And, and, and you know, I guess one of them was jealous of the other. Apparently, this is what was explained to me. Because I'm like, you know, Bible study it, you know, <laughs> and every other, oh, we always gonna eat, you know, what is going on, like, somebody just storming out, and these chicks happen to be the ones that kept interrupting the Bible study, going upstairs one at a time, you know, what's going on, so yeah, they, they were like, oh, felt like he was being extra and you know um that was the first time I heard about that and you know I really felt some way about it because I'm like this dude he do seem like he's fraud like uh I like so they weren't associating with him though you know they kind of was mad at him like they felt like he was One of them had like like scrubs on. The other one was had like a gas station uniform on when she came into the Bible study. So these and then from what I hear, they're they're working hard many hours. This piece not even working. <laughs> so you know whatever they're you know supposed to be practicing, you know. Uh, they were <laughs> he was out of line because they're supposed to be able to take care of their wives and they, it was like both of them was taking care of him <laughs> it was like backwards and then the women were getting into it and then he they were jealous of each other and then he because he wasn't treating them the same like and then he wasn't you know giving them the same you know I mean 
you're not giving them any financial amenities. They're 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 both giving to him, and then having the they having both of them. I heard had roommates and had to you know live in separate you know places or whatever. It's craziness. So uh, that's what I walked in on, and I think I was just so curious at that point. I was. And hungry, so I kept coming back to the Bible study. One for the food, and two because I'm curious to wonder what is going on and, and is this real life? Like, y'all need to tell me more about this. And so, of course, one of the guys, of course, the king dude, he wanted me to have his wife. He didn't have no other wife. Like nobody else had it except their their homeboy. He took that without lives who wasn't even working. That uh, everybody else in the house was working, they were, you know, doing the thing. know so they did like so they was but they had to say hey I want you to understand that you know what what a real situation should look like I definitely me he's really wanted to know about me you know um so I'm like cool let's <laughs> and, and and you know 
but you know after a while it gets a little bit redundant i'm like dang you're not really telling me much about you like he's telling me stuff but you know i just I definitely wasn't cut out to be nobody's stepmom, especially, you know, especially at that time. I'm, mm. I'm like, I just started med school. Like, I, I don't have time for this. Like, you know, you know, you need to, you know. And so he's telling me he got some kids and I'm just like, you thought, you know, I thought by now you would have told me that voluntarily. Like, I just think this is sus, you know, <laughs> like. This is suspect, all right? Like, I don't understand. So he's basically like telling me, hey, you know, well, you know, I, he just, I honestly, he couldn't really give me no good explanation as to why. He he made up some stuff and I, I, I was just like, no. I was like, well, where's the mom at? That's when I said, no, no. You mean you'll change on those subjects with me? Where's the mom? He's like, oh, she's she's here. And she's here what? Like she she's there taking care of the kids because you just got off of work? Or she come over to take care of the kids? I mean, y'all have some arrangement where she got to come over? Like, what's going on? Uh, or, or do she live there? And he's like, yeah, she lives here. <laughs> and that's when he told me that, hey, she my wife and we're looking for a sister wife and I'm just like bruh and, I'm, and, I, and the first thing I thought about was that chaos in that Bible study but I had to think about it I said well this dude actually has his own house he not living with people he got his things together 
he just has a wife and two kids. But what them people taught me at the Bible study is this is, you know, how it's supposed to go. And so then the, then the, then he had the nerve to show me the wife and she got on and, and So he tried to explain to me that him and his wife, they need He started to tell me about the wife, like, as if I'm going to join the family, you know. He's like, yeah, well, you know, my wife wants to go back to school, too. And I'm like, I, look. <laughs> and so he literally, I just told him, no, I'm not, quali- you know, I'm not <laughs> qualified <laughs> to, to be part of y'all sister wife situation because I'm not, I'm not for it, you know. Um, and he just... I just, I, pre- I basically told him he was a scumbag and uh, <laughs> he, he kept apologizing. I told him you, he was sus because he deceived me. Like I said, you, you should have told me up front, like, you know, instead of leading me to believe you're a single man, this, you know, trying to get to know me. And so, you know, him and I hashed it out. And he was like, well, I just want to, you know, just, you know, I guess he said he wanted to educate me more on the subject because he said it's a lot more of it going on than I know. So I was like, you know, I'm a woman that has dedicated a lifelong of education (laughs) in medicine. Why can't I get to know what does it mean, you know, this sister wife thing this cultural situation um and and why they twisting the bible in this way you know <laughs> well how you know how they even get this you know what I mean and so basically so maybe once every three or four weeks he'll call to, to try to teach me and I'll tell him you know it
uh, <laughs> basically he um, he always has some kind of rebuttal. I, he uh, he I mean he never shut up. The debate just kept going on, and I just had to I always have to get off the phone because we always just kept going back and forth. But I had to remember what the dang people told me. <laughs> Back in Houston, when I seen that chaotic scene, I said, okay, I said, I know how to get this dude. I know how to get him to shut up and win this debate. And I told him, I said, hey, I said, you know, in this, you said your wife was trying to go back to school and y'all set on me being the sister wife. I said, but... I said, can you handle her tuition and mine? I said, because you got to treat us the same financially. And, and he, he got kind of quiet. I said, matter of fact, I said, you've been sliding in stuff about your wife and saying she likes expensive bags and you get them for her. I said, you're going to have to double down on them bags. I said, whatever expensive bag you get her, you're going to have to give me the same thing. And, and he got then he got a little more quiet. <laughs> then, then, and then I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to need a car. You go, you go. I, I said, what kind of car she got? I said, because you're going to have to give me the same value. Uh, car is her. I said, especially if you would want me to live in the same home with you guys. Because most, most of the times you're really supposed to give both wives they own place i said even in africa they each wife get their own hut so you know <laughs> so, so you and you trying i so i would have to compromise by living in the house with y'all and then you know and that's fine that's but you but you would want me to i ain't sharing no car uh, you you they both they provide everything she got i'm supposed to have the same thing You know what? You're right. <laughs> He's like, I shouldn't. I should have never even came at you this way. I I cannot afford two wives and and to treat them the same way equally like we're supposed to. And he he he, he said he finally like this dude said he gonna go and cherish his 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 wife and he ain't gonna ever think about it or bring it up no more and you know he kind of he thanked me for giving him the perspective as to why he shouldn't be trying to recruit another wife even that his so-called religion allowed it so uh so you know that that's not it that's not the end of the story the end of the story is that (laughs) I, I, I move on to clinical rotations of med school and they have I run into like a, a whole group of them like it's so many of them men that are practicing this sister wife thing I just don't know like they run in packs like <laughs> but I couldn't argue with them I just had to say no just leave me alone because I kept getting 
I don't know what it is about me or my personality, but these dudes continue to think I'm sister wife material, and I'm totally not. <laughs> but recently, a friend of mine called me who believes in this sister wife thing, and was like, hey, Megan, you know, I shout out to Saeed who called me. <laughs> he, he said, hey, you know, I think you need to be a sister wife. <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I was like, first of all, like, I'm, I don't, I'm not set up personal, you know, my personality is not set up in that way. Like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be jealous of the other wife. I'm gonna be like, mm-mm. I'm gonna be like, okay, you done with him. I know it's your day, but I still want him in my bed at the end of the night too. You know, <laughs> I need it every day. I'm not, I'm not picking days. I'm not sharing. No. And so, <laughs> and if she calling up with him, I'm gonna get on the other side and, and try to get his arms on me. Like I, I'm, I'm that. I'm that person. No, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not set up for no sister wife uh, situation. <laughs> but basically, like the dudes I met in Chicago, they you couldn't tell them that they was often to their African spiritual roots. They were like, they knew they wanted another wife, but these guys they could afford it. <laughs> And so these guys, they're like business owners, multi-business owners. They're, they have a lot going on. Like these are, um, mm -mm. (laughs) I'll just, I just, they're, I I guess like they see that I'm a woman in need or especially, you know, when I was in med school and, you know, financially, so they think, uh, you know, Hey, maybe they can just, (laughs) well, you can just be part of the crew. And I'll, you know, get everything paid for. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Ugh. <laughs> the way some of them <laughs> looked already, uh, it wasn't enough money that could convince me <laughs> otherwise to be with them. But I uh, acted the way that they, you know, treated their wives already. Like, it was just a lot. I was like, Gross. You're just a pervert that wants extra vagina in your household. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, but, you know, Mr. Saeed, you uh, inspired me to make this podcast. You I, you know, <laughs> Saeed, we're going to give him a pass because he, you know, I, in medical school, I, I was doing research for a year at Chicago State University. So Saeed was one of the people on the research team. You know, he's a friend that calls and checks on me maybe once a year. But he felt like, hey, (laughs) maybe that's something I need to try to sign up for. (laughs) Because he felt like on the podcast, I sound lonely. And I'm like, no. But... I think the more, more, I think when he explained to me why he thinks, as my friend, why he thinks I should do that is he said, well, you're, 
you're very independent, you <laughs> you care about your career. So what he's saying is maybe another wife can take care of the household duties <laughs> while I get to do my career and you know just you know focus on that more and then just be one of the wives so that I can still do my thing and you know and I I see what he's saying but that's it's not for me so uh no shade to you Saeed (laughs) but yeah so you know that that's why it's always entertaining and nice to have friends that are from different cultures and religions and you know it's it's very entertaining to get their comments and their advice (laughs) so (laughs) yeah I just thought that you know I just thought this was funny and um yeah so done